Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Heaven To Roll. Uh, I am Rain, I am the GM, and I am happy to bring you all in, even though we come in during some kind of troubling times. Uh, Damien is not in the best place right now, and we're really hoping that he can get out of there. But for now, we're just going to have to deal with it. So let's get back to the plight that has befallen our friends in Curse of the Crimson Throne. Moment of silence here. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to, to Curse, Curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Curse of the, of the Crimson, Crimson Throne. That was actually pretty good, huh? <laughs> Curse of the Crimson uh, Throne. So, after what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne. <laughs> Did something bad happen last time? I thought something good happened. You beat Cinderball, didn't you? Damn, I got eaten. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, feel uh. my feel my anguish. Um. But yeah, uh, we went and attacked Cindermaw. Um, yes. It turns out Cindermaw is a lot easier to cut yourself out of than to get away from. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's hard to get away from. Uh, yeah, um, with the difficulty of the knowledge checks required, uh, we did not actually learn that uh, the uh, magma or the the fire template infused purple worm had tremor yes. sense yes until we found out the hard way yep which and was when damien da got eaten damien got eaten and he's dead and he's dead he's uh, dead lenore rescued his body in truly badass fashion like holy shit uh that went off really really cool uh but damien is in fact dead um yes. and uh and with that in mind push it to a little wagon just outside Corvosa. A young tiefling boy with his feet dangling from a table. Little hoofy feet, yes. As his mother comes over and gives him a kiss on the forehead just between his little horns. He puts a bowl of, I don't know, the, whatever the in-universe equivalent of Kraft macaroni and cheese is <laughs> in front of him. Kraft like check. an easy meal. Kraft check macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and he scooches up to the table. And she sits down next to him. 
Damien, what are you what are you doing? This is Damien's favorite meal. Uh, <laughs> it's not fancy. Uh, it's not even the most like healthy or nutritious, which are things that he values when he's older. But it is delicious, and it's made with love by his mom, and so it is his favorite. Uh, he will happily start digging into uh, his meal, and with a mouthful of food, goes mom. And uh, and she she reaches over uh, and pats you on the shoulder. Uh, and you can see uh, a look in her eyes that's, that's it's happy, but you can see, like, tears forming as she looks at you. Damien swallows as much of his food as he can. What's, what's wrong? She's just like, oh, it's just nice to, it's just nice to be together. She looks at you. Mommy, why are you sad? Um... It's, it's, it's nothing. Um, uh, and, uh, as, as you hear that, you hear a sound like a knock at a door. Uh, but you guys are like sitting out in the open air and, uh, your mother sort of like perks her ears up. What's going on? And your father similarly like looks around. But what was that? Uh, and you hear a doom, 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 a muffled voice as if speaking through a door. What is that? And uh, and uh, your mother goes, it, it's 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 nothing, honey. It's it's just um, don't don't worry about it. Just enjoy your lunch. And your father uh, puts down his copy of the Corvosa Carrier and stands up. Is it is it Ambrose? Is he coming home? No, honey. Ambrose isn't coming home yet. Um, your father, Marcelina, stands up and goes, "Son, Ambrose isn't going to be joining us." What? Why not? He wasn't. He wasn't part of the deal. The deal. Um, and you hear, you hear a boom, 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 and, and now the muffled voice starts to take form. You just hear, you know, what are you saying to draw back Damien? Damien, my friend, please return to us. We need your help. Your work here is not yet done. I'm sorry about the deeper darkness. I thought it would work. Please come back and... Allow me to make it up to you somehow. Okay. And uh, roll me a d20. All right. Just, uh, I need uh, something. A natural one. <laughs> All right. Let's do a little intercut here. Feck. <laughs> so, Damien, you hear, you hear this voice and you recognize it. It's your friend, Yunia. Yunia? What's Yunia doing here? Hey, hey, you should let them in. Uh, and, and, uh, basically as you say that it's like the world around you sort of like ripples, you're still sitting at your table and there's still like the awning stretched out above you and your mother is still there, but everything else sort of shakes uh, along with this sound of a person knocking at the door. Unia, you are, you have your hands, uh, uh, on Damien's chest. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and you can feel this golden energy pulsing through him, urging his heart to beat. Please, Damien, you have no idea what I had to do to sell that sustaining spoon. <laughs> Please. I got this diamond for you, Damien. And it, there's a moment where it seems almost like something's stopping the magic from penetrating. <sighs> Come on! Uh, and Damien, you hear this knocking at the door and the world is warping around you. Your father puts down his copy of the Corvo Security and he goes, Well, Damien, I never thought we'd actually be able to have this conversation. What do you mean? And he stands up to his full height and he just goes, You know, I was starting to worry that it wasn't all worth it. What wasn't worth it? I was promised. A much greater return on investment. But you... And as he's talking, the world around you starts to fade. Uh, and and uh, rather than being at a little caravan cart, you are surrounded by iron bars and where your father was standing uh, the image fades and you see uh, a figure cloaked in shadow with fire burning above his head and eyes gleaming red in the darkness I was promised so much more. And you see in a cell next to you, your mother. What's going on? It's okay, Damien. We're Mom? going to be together. We're, Mom, we're what's going on? It's it's okay. Who is this guy? He's... Are... Who is this guy? <laughs> Damien Cosmos. You know, I was worried that this agreement wasn't going to work out. But you've gone and proven yourself quite valuable. What and the fuck are you talking about? You see, your mother and I had an arrangement. What was she broke her agreement. But now it seems your friends want to bring you back. But I'm not one to let collateral go. Collateral? And uh, you still you hear the uh, banging on the door. Mom, what's happening? Collateral it's, for what? Uh, it's... It's, it's, it's okay, honey. It's okay. We're going to be together. And it seems like she, she can't even really like hear you. And she's just like reaching through the bars. Can I try to reach through the bars? Uh, yeah. To, 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 to touch your hand. Yeah. You reach through yeah. and, and, uh, as you, as you grasp her hand, uh, there's a flash of images first, uh, as you're looking at your mother, the way that you remember her from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you see her as an old woman, mm -hmm. uh, and then 
you see kind of an amorphous form surrounded by black stone. Uh, and then your flashback to sitting at the table under the caravan. What? What's happening? And now, and uh, Damien, you are no longer a child. You are now an adult. Mom, what's going on? Were we in hell? She can't really hear you, you know. It's not how it works. You see, Damien, your friends, they want you back. And they're making a reasonable offering. But, unfortunately, that's going to take more than a little gold or a diamond to satisfy what your mother owes me. She doesn't owe you anything. Ah, but that's where you're wrong. And as he says that, uh, the world around you fades. And... Uh, we're no longer in thief camp outside Corvosa. We are flying through the clouds to a gleaming white city on a hill covered in elegant domed buildings. At the top of the hill, a white marble statue of a bearded man holding aloft a sword gleams in the rising sun, a winged eye embossed on the robe on the front of his chest. As we fly closer, there is a caption on the lower third. West Crown, 4639. A young girl, probably about eight years old, stands in a parlor amid red cushioned couches. Next to her, a young boy, probably about age three, is running around in circles. He runs up to her with a wide smile on her face and pushes her uh, in, uh, into her hip. And she lets out a yelp. Calloused hand grabs the boy's wrist. Alexei, stop berating your sister. The dry voice of a man scolds. A set of double doors open, and a woman in a red gown and black corset strides into the room, the fabric rippling like fire in the magical light of the sitting room. Uh, and Damien, if you would like, you can give me either a history or a nobility check Ooh. to recognize the woman. Yes. I will make a history check. I'm going to do it with physical dice this time because the dice roller gave me the natural one and fuck it. Um, that is a 21 on history. Okay, 21. Um, you recognize that the, that, the, that the style of clothing is indicative of somebody from Cheliax at the beginning, at the early part of the last century. You know, it would it would match with the lower third that you all saw, West Crown the forty six thirty nine. Very convenient lower third. <laughs> yes, uh, it's faded now. So, uh, but the woman, uh, but you don't, you can't tell exactly who the woman is. So, this is the girl, Anastasia. Have you any talents, girl? The girl stands up straight, with all her courage, declares, "I can sing." She takes a deep breath as if to begin a song, but the woman bends down, placing a finger over her mouth. Ah, dear, you can't always give everything away. She gives a false smile and then glares at the man standing behind the, the girl. And I have your word, your sign. Yes, your grace, I, I want the word to end as much as the next person. And the woman 
Uh, I should describe her a little more. She's fair-skinned, black hair, uh, and just the dress is extremely opulent. Mm. Much like the sitting room that you're in, which mm. is decorated to match her regalia. She paces around the room, gazing wistfully at a bookshelf of ancient tomes before resting her hand on a writing desk. Yes. Of course, peace at last. But, you see, Nicolatus, I don't simply want peace. I want security. She turns again, her eyes bearing into the man. And for that, you'll forgive me that I'd like it in writing. She flicks her hand and fire shoots down, a scroll of parchment unfurling in the trail of smoke. You will vote to support my ascension. And in exchange, little Anastasia will secure her place as head of all your holdings here in West Crown, with my blessing and the hand of my third son. Sweat forms on the man's brow, and he seems to stifle an objection. <coughs> yes, of, of course. <sighs> the woman picks up a quill. Well then, let's not keep us waiting. She jabs the quill into her hand and pulls it free, coated in fresh blood, scrawls something on the document, beckons the man to come closer. He hesitates. But she casts a hungry gaze upon him. His hesitation melts into submission, and he signs. Can you write, girl? The girl plucks up. Yes, Miss Thrun. She holds out a hand. Be a dear, then, and write your name here. The girl leans over the scroll, and we see red lettering uh, that... A lot of it doesn't make sense. You see, material plane being the fourth incarnate, or actually being the fourth some big word, the third cycle of some other word, on file in fallen fastness and a big number. She looks over it, and the text is blurry. Like it doesn't register what it's saying. Signed in blood and bound by soul, when there's a little. Parenthetical with an S. After soul. And a line. She looks up at the man. What what does it mean, Papa? And the man kneels down next to her and just says, It means you that means that you are going to have a good friend, a husband, to keep you company and take care of you when you're older. She scrunches up her face and just goes, Papa, I don't want to. You told me I wouldn't need anyone. That everything that is yours will be mine, and I don't want to share it. The woman grabs the girl's face, directing her attention to her. If you don't, your father won't have anything left to give you, girl. He'll be just like all the others who stood in my way. You've seen them, haven't you? She starts to cry. Uh, uh, it's like, do you want that? 
girl uh, is now sort of choking back tears. N- no. Then write. She takes the girl's hand and jabs the quill into her finger. Stop! Uh, and... Stop! Just here, girl. And points to the line. And you see a collection of signatures. First, Abigail Throne the First. Second, Nicolatis Arvanchi. Third, she writes in awkward, malformed le- letters, Anastasia Arvanchi. She didn't consent to this. Her blood soaks into the parchment. A few tears fall to the paper. Mom? And uh, the girl is crying. The the man picks her up and holds her. It's, it's okay, dear. It's okay. And the woman rolls up the parchment. And there you have it. She smiles. House Arvanshi will remain the greatest power in West Crown. And you shall be forever bonded to the House of Thrun. And we shall have peace in our time. She shakes the father's free hand. Now go. And as she says, now go, everything fades in smoke. You know what you did. She didn't agree to that. She was coerced. She signed. I thought you devils were supposed to be all about making people think they wanted what you had to give them. She didn't want that. She was eight. But she wanted to help her father. And she did. She didn't know what she was signing into. She couldn't even understand the document. Well, you'll have to take that up with the fallen fastness, I suppose. And why can't I just take it up with you? <laughs> because you are without corporeal form. And he snaps his fingers and you like you you feel like you like basically everything around you just becomes this this nebulous uh blur of dark of dark shadows and fire and like you can't make sense of anything around you what are you going to do boy when i have my body back you you're gonna get it (laughs) you will be fucking sorry for this no no i don't think i will be why should i let them have your soul It's mine. You see, you'll know this, of course. Your mother broke her agreement. And unfortunately, that meant that the Arvanshi family didn't do quite as well, didn't it? But we already paid for that. That's why I'm a tiefling, isn't it? Isn't that the thing the curse was supposed to do when she broke it? Oh, no. Firstborn child? Oh, no. Everything your family owns. Everything. And um, in case you haven't put this together yet, Damien, uh, you, I, I don't think you need to make a knowledge check. You go, Arvanchi. So we're part of Iliosa's family then. Now you're getting it, boy. Your family, it does have a bit more 
than I thought it would. And ironically, it is down to the whims of a girl yet again. And I want it. So, here's my bargain. I'll let you go back to your friends. And I'll even set your mother free. All you have to do, deliver the soul of Iliosa to me. Damien swallows hard, even though he no longer has a mouth or a throat or anything to swallow with. With that, he says, with that, the ruin of House Arvanshi will be complete. So all of this has happened because my mom didn't want to marry the guy she was set up with. She broke a contract. And how many of us are still going to end up here? <laughs> that depends. I'm offering you a good deal. They Can always you hold it up. They always look like good deals. And uh he he like you see like a, a clawed hand close tighter and you see the bars around your mother's cell uh push in again and she lets out a scream. Stop that! Well Stop hurting her <sighs> You know what? She's probably well on her way to you anyway. Oh she's already here. I mean Iliosa. What would I have to do besides kill her? Her soul is signed over to another. And I can't let it go there. Who? I can't say. Mm. But I'm sure, resourceful boy that you are, you can find out. Is it Kazavan? Can't say. Doesn't it bother you that by sending me back... By getting Iliosa's soul, she's going to lose everything else that could be claimed by the Arvanchi family, all of Corvosa. Once I have her, I'll have everything I need. For what? The contract, of course. And when I die, am I coming back here for making a contract with you? Not if you uphold your end of the bargain. When Ambrose dies, is he coming here too? No. Only the firstborn. That's how it goes with these deals. Is my dad here? No. <laughs> Mom. Mom, can you hear me? We're together, Damien. It's okay. Can you let me talk to her before I sign anything? Say whatever you want. Can you let me speak with her? Converse. No. no, I'm afraid she's quite lost. Mom. It's okay, Damien. We'll be together. Just me and you. Mom. You see uh, her again as an old woman crying, uh, then as a little girl, and then. Uh, the age that you would recognize her at, probably around like her 30s or 40s, reaching out toward you. I can't let you stay like this. What's your catch, devil? 
catch? Yeah. <laughs> well, Damien, it's quite simple, really. <sighs> you already belong to me. I just want a trade. Say no and your friends don't get your back either. Your little relic. He, you see an image of the symbol of Aridan up here. Doesn't really carry the same power it used to. There was a time where <laughs> a priest of Aridan would send my kind running, but that time is long past now. My friends are going to want an explanation. They're going to want me to tell them what happened here. What should I call you? Hmm. A good question. Call me the watchful uncle. Sorry. From the well, room. watchful uncle. Set my mom free. Send me back. And then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> we know how it is. Let's have it in writing. Unfortunately, we can't bind anything in blood. But, um, you see, uh, basically floating before you, there's an image of some kind of contract written in Infernal. Says things like material plane being the fourth incarnation of the third cycle of mortality on file and fall and fastness number, 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 number. I'm going to make a linguistics check just to see if sure. I can parse any uh, details of the document that might otherwise be hidden. <laughs> Not great. Uh, five uh, for a total of 18. Yeah. It basically says that the soul of Anastasia Arvanchi will be freed and Damien Cosmos will be able to answer the call of resurrection. And in exchange, Damien Cosmos will deliver the soul of Iliosa Arabasti in a timely manner. And a timely manner is in quotations. What does timely manner entail? Well, I know things on the material plane can be difficult for people like you. So long as you're focused, you need not worry about anything. Okay. I mean, it's it's dire. We have to get rid of her, so. <sighs> you should know, watchful uncle. I keep my promises. I keep all of them. Good. It means you learn something from your mother. Let's hope you can do better. There's basically a little dialogue box that says, accept. <laughs> and Damien will. It says there's also a checkbox saying, I've read the terms and conditions. <laughs> checkbox that says, I'm not a robot. Identify <laughs> these pictures of bridges for me. <laughs> uh, and uh, Damien will look back at his mom. It's okay, Damien. We'll be together. And with 
the remembrance of tears streaming down his face. He will accept the contract. Okay. Yunia, you've been going at this for about 15 or 20 minutes. Why isn't it The working? light is starting to fade. Fuck. And uh, you, you're starting to feel stress, like as if something's blocking you. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, it just works. Yeah. Uh, Damien, your eyes open. You see Unia leaning over you, um, blood uh, running from their nose. Uh, the they're, they're color trembling. drain, yeah, color drain from their skin. <sighs> Damien, what's going on? Am I back? Oh fuck, I'm back. Okay. You, uh, you are beneath a. Beneath a cloudless sky, the sun is setting. Unia is just going to collapse from their knees to the ground uh, as they just sort of roll over onto their back and breathe. Why was that so difficult? What happened? Do you remember anything? Does Damien remember anything? Damien remembers that he needs that um that he needs to find out. Who owns the soul of Iliosa? Uh, I, I don't know what happened. And you remember that your mother's name was Anastasia Arvanchi. But uh, I remember my mom. My mom is related to Iliosa somehow. Like she was, she was an Arvanchi, and I need to find out who owns Iliosa's soul for some reason. Uh, I'm going to have Unia make a knowledge religion check. Actually, I'm going to have Damien and Unia both make knowledge religion <laughs> checks to see what's going on with the soul thing. Nope, Unia doesn't help. They're exhausted. Um, mm -hmm. Damien, it would be great if I could roll higher than a 10 on anything tonight. Hey! 14. Um, so that's a 30 for Damien. Mm -hmm. Um... What, what 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 kind of check is this? Um, a knowledge religion check to see if I can if Damien can figure out why he woke up from being dead suddenly needing to know who owned who owns Ilios's soul. You don't. Um, you you know that it probably means that something on the other side, uh, gave you this information. Uh, you've. You, you don't know what sort of entities can talk to basically souls in the river of souls, but it's, it's gotta be something powerful. Somebody wants me to do this. I, I don't remember who or why it must've been somebody who could talk to me while I was dead. I mean, obviously, but, uh, my head is killing me. That would be the negative levels. <laughs> I will restore you as soon as oh, I can. You can uh, also roll a knowledge nobility. Uh, uh, just to, cause you guys have done like a lot of research into like Iliosa. Oh yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I'll do that. Uh, Damien got a 16. Let's have Unia roll. God, I'm rolling like shit tonight. Uh, a total of 18. Total of 18. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, 
you don't really know how all this fits together. God damn it. Yeah. Um, can uh, Ophelia run over and also... Yeah, everybody's here. <laughs> oh my gosh, Damien! He's back! He's back! Lenore, he's back! Trinia! Get over here, please! <sighs> um, uh, so that's a, that's a 20. Um, let's have Trinia roll and see if she can roll better. <laughs> Um, oh, you also remember the name Alexi uh, Arvanchi. Alexi Arvanchi. Yes. Um, oh my God. Okay. So Trinia rolled a 29. Uh, so with two aids, that's 33. And uh, she goes, she goes, uh, Anas- I don't know an Anastasia Arvanchi, but uh, you said the other name was what? Alexi? Um, yeah, he was. Um, he was some West Crown noble. He died like a long time ago. Uh, I think his son rules West Crown now. He's the mayor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, do you know how the mayor of West Crown is related to Queen Eliosa? Oh, that's her dad. Oh, my God. My mom is like was like her great aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like. Fuck. And what 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 is but, it? What's what's going on? I think I have a claim to the throne. <laughs> Fuck! Goodness. Uh, Damien, are you okay? No, I'm a fucking noble. I ate it. <laughs> Can somebody just kill me again now, please? Lenore comes over and stabs you. All I right. hate nobles too. There you go. And then uh, Ophelia starts laughing, and she hugs Damien, and Lenore comes over and hugs Damien, too. And Unia sort of reaches out and pats Damien's leg where they can reach it, (laughs) because they're still collapsed on the ground. Hold on. Hold on for a minute. I have some diamond dust. Hold on. Hold on. All right. (laughs) Uh, You are... So to give you a little bit more information, you are in... You are in the Callow Mounts. Uh, one of the people gathered around you is also Thousand Bones. Uh, and... Oh, excuse me. Uh, you... Uh, Speaker Akram is also there. Hi. Hi. Uh, did we do it? Did we... Did we win? You're... The... Akram uh, 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 Akram just goes. Lenore performed the performed the the task of Skurak. I cut its fucking head off. And then you did that. Yes. It just made it a shorter worm, but I cut its fucking head off. It was awesome. And then we had to do like a whole thing where we went to Karamaga to buy a diamond because apparently you all didn't have any diamonds. It, yeah. It's difficult to obtain diamonds when you continue to do. Good works for others without pay. They sold the spoon. No, I liked it. It was spicy. <laughs> Why did you do that? They didn't have enough money to buy the diamond. I had to make diplomacy checks. <laughs> you and your twitches. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damien is alive. Damien's alive again. One negative level. We are out of sustaining spoon and six hundred. And now your gold. soul belongs to it. Well, actually, your soul has belonged to a devil the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a very interesting set of uh, revelations there. Holy shit, that was so sad. <laughs> she was eight. She didn't even. Oh. <laughs> 
What's like, like, in case you were wondering how fucking evil Cheliax is, they coerced an eight year old to <laughs> sign away her soul and the soul of her firstborn child when she was eight. So that uh, under the threat of killing her father. Dude, dude, dude. Abigail Throne. Abigail Throne, everyone. The thrice damned house. Yep. Fuck. I have a lot of questions. So, Damien, you do finally manage to get some rest. Yeah. Uh, uh, Unia uh, manages to dig a thousand gold worth of diamond <laughs> dust out of their pocket. You guys, you guys sold like twenty two thousand. They did. Gold they did. No, I mean, I mean, it's just because they're tired. Okay, I uh, <laughs> and they sort of throw it in his direction, and he feels a little better. <laughs> Um, and, uh, what are you guys doing tonight? Are you resting or, um, yeah. So Damien's going to be kicking around with a negative level here, but I think he'll be all right. Mostly. And yeah, so I think tonight everybody will probably just rest. <laughs> Damien will ask, uh, some people some questions about what exactly went down between the time of his death and when he was woken up again. Um, but we can do that later. <laughs> yes. Um, and they did a text post. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I think Damien. Well, this is sort of up to you. Do you think Damien has any nightmares about what happened while he was dead, or does he just not remember it uh, at all? Yeah, you would. You would. Uh, you would probably give me one save. Actually. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Um, where's my tie? Okay. Damien noises. <laughs> okay. Hold on. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to roll right now. Oh, okay. Uh, that's um, a twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. You don't like have like the worst sleep. You do. Okay. You're you're very very tired. Yeah. Your head hurts a lot, mm. but um, you drift off to sleep, uh, and uh, you can see uh your mother, uh, reaching through bars at you. Reaching back. Mm-hmm. And she fades when you try to reach for her. Oh. Um, but you do sleep. Uh, I'm not going to have you do watch because the Bone Slayers are watching all of the Calamounds. Yay! Uh, it's nice to be in some sort of civilization with actual warriors around yes. you. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's very nice. Uh, about now, um, uh, a figure will start to move toward the fire, dressed in a large canvas hide cloak uh is thousand bones uh, leaning heavily on his raven-headed staff oh, hello chief uh bones sir a thousand no, bones chief thousand bones sir a thousand bones is not the chief oh. thousand bones is uh the shaman damn it uh, uh chief, mr. the chief is chief one mr mr thousand bones life, all right <laughs> hello uh mr thousand bones sir uh mm. sorry were we talking too loud no no uh i wasn't sleeping very heavily anyway I I did want to uh, tell you I I looked into that uh, matter we discussed what matter? Oh, maybe I discussed it with the other members of your party um, uh, you had questions maybe I should ask Damien <laughs> um I don't know if, does, do you think he would be interested in that sort of thing in his current condition? I think that if 
I didn't tell him that there was a person he could ask questions to. We would need to cast Raise Dead on me next. Uh, and um, Ophelia will go over and uh, sort of... Uh, I think Damien's probably in like a like a sick ward tent or something where he's on like a cot right now. Um, and she'll sort of go into the the uh, healer's tent and like pull him out because he's he's, you know, he's sort of small enough for Ophelia to do that. And he's like stumbling out um, <laughs> <laughs> in his in his little pajamas. Do you like uh, Unia too? Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Unia will will come out. Why is everyone making so much noise? <laughs> Uh, and um and uh thousand bones will sort of uh lower himself steadily down onto uh a stump that is around that is at the edge of the fire oh my god it's question time yes yes i i had thought that it would be difficult to find one who knew of the asgut that's the rune lords yeah but as it turns out, I did not need to look far. You see, the magic required to contact the dead is commensurate with how far they are in their journey in the afterlife. Wait. Somebody involved with the Rune Lords died recently? In fact, their soul has not even been judged. I feel like that... Is that a bad thing? Well, given that... We hadn't thought the Rune Lords lost for 10,000 years. Uh, it could be. Fuck. I suppose I I have held their spirit as a wandering spirit while we were waiting for you, but I would like to release them. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, we can have a, we can have a talk. I'm not... You've tired a little bit anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, do you know what you will say as when they speak, their time will be limited? Yeah, uh, I've been working on a list of questions, and it looks like Unia held on to it while I was dead. Thank you, Unia. <laughs> no problem. I'm going back to bed. No, no, you should stay for this. <laughs> okay. And uh, Thousand Bones um, sort of... Uh, Reaches into his pouch, he pulls out like a few spell components, uh, and uh, he starts to sort of like uh, chant over them. I will warn you, I do not know how powerful the spirit is. Uh, I will lose control of myself. Lenore sort of sighs and holds up her fauchard. Well, I trust that if they are violent. You will be able to defend yourselves and, I would hope, not harm me. Oh, Lenore turns her fauchard around so she's holding on to the stick end of it. Uh, he starts to draw like a little circle around himself uh, and he casts some magic into it. And he says, this should keep it from leaving, but I do not know what will happen. And uh, with that, he uh, continues chanting, and you see, <clears throat> as uh, sort of a wind picks up around him, uh, he holds uh, his staff aloft, the raven head spinning in wide arcs, and you watch as, like, dust 
uh, and arcane energy, well, divine energy, actually, uh, as uh, dust and energy swirl around him in a spiral as he uh, in, as he says some sort of incantation that's... Uh, Damien, you make out some words like... Uh, like like from from what you know of Shawanti, like he says something about the spiral and the river of souls and something like that, but it's it's like old, uh, it's like old magic, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, as he does that, uh, the swirling energy around him channels uh, basically into basically it goes up the staff. And then shoots out the eyes of the of the raven skull. Oh, that's cool! And then and then washes over him, uh, and a ghostly figure envelops Thousand Bones' form and sinks into him. And then he opens his eyes again, and they glow. And a different voice speaks out. In fact, a, a voice we've never heard before. Oh my goodness! Say it's a beautiful guest. Hello, beautiful guest. Well, hello there. Uh, before we before we speak to the spirit, let me let me uh, let me welcome you, uh, Will. Hello, uh, Will. Hi. Will is here hi. from uh, from a place where he knows something about the Rune Lords. <gasps> I. How do you know things about the Rune Lords, Will? Been dealing with them for a bit, as it turns out. We are part of I'm part of a show called Third Action, where we've been doing Rise of the Rune Lords, uh, but transferred to Second Edition. So we've gotten to play through and. Koreshi may have met a closer end than he would have liked at a certain point. Oh. Oh no. Well, well, what what was bad for you is good for us. Cause now Thousand Bones calls on the Do you know do you know when uh your the character died? Like what date? I do not off the top of my head. Unfortunately, once we've gotten okay. into where he would have died, it time got strange and it was hard to keep track of exactly oh. when we were oh, yes so we interesting we'll have to try and figure well, that out at some point but we're still not sure okay. exciting but anyway all right uh well will of third action what sort of ghostly apparition appears you see a dwarf uh it's a little hard to tell in his ghostly form but his skin appears to be a bit darker but what's mo- notable about him besides his average size is the fact that he has a shaved head and no beard. It seems that he's meticulously kept that cleaned off. In fact, the only hair on his face is a pair of very large brown eyebrows. Um, he, if you can see the rest of his form, it's mostly racks. He wears very little in the way of nice clothing, except for a pair of gloves that seem to be pink, possibly, lacy sort of <laughs> affair that he's adopted. But otherwise, you see darker uh, browns and greens and just shoddy rags that have been ill-kept for probably many years. And uh, as as Thousand Bones' ritual completes, you become aware of uh, several figures standing around you. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's a mermaid uh, in a floating chair, and she sort of uh, backs up a bit and with a little yelp. It's a ghost! Oh no! Oh dear! Is, is, what the hell? Uh, is that a mermaid? Oh! Yes, hello. Um and it does appear you're in some sort of desert. <laughs> uh that's a dwarf. Hello. Um I'm Ophelia. Are we supposed to wave to the ghost? Is it is it actually here? Uh yeah, I, I think it if it acts like the wandering spirit, it's actually here. Oh gosh, I'm uh, 
Ophelia looks quite embarrassed. Um, yeah, let me let me try that again, like a little later. Um, Damien has questions, and she points to yes. a purple tiefling, little looks, hoofy feet, who's and... an excitedly thrashing tail, um, and um, hoofed feet that are uh, sort of stamping impatiently. Oh, that's. He looks a little, a little pale, a little drawn um, right now, but uh, also very excited to see you. His eyes are gleaming with interest <laughs> and dozens of questions. Um, yeah, uh, hi, I'm I'm Damien. Uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, what's your name? I have many questions about what the hell's going on here, but I'm called Greshi. Greshi Ironroot. Greshi. Uh, nice to meet you, Greshi. Is it's Greshi or Greshi? Greshi. Greshi. Nice, nice to nice to meet you. Um, you know things about rune lords, according to the guy who summoned you here. His name is Thousand Bones. You're sort of standing in hi- oh, his yeah. general yeah, the, location. The, the apparition itself has sort of faded into Thousand Bones' body, and you're basically seeing out of his eyes at this point. That's so much uncomfortable. You can sort of still have like the spectral uh, afterimage of your face, sort of like projecting out of his. But yeah, uh, uncomfortable as this is, uh, I suppose I'm dead then. Huh? Oh. Fortunately, apparently you've been you you died relatively recently as well, um, which had something to do with Rune Lord I, stuff. I did, in fact. Could you? Well, I hope they're able to finish uh, the job without me. That's not going to go well. Uh, Question about Rune Do you Lords. remember? Yeah, do you remember how you died? What happened? Have you heard of the Rune Forge? I highly doubt it. I don't think you would have been there. The what? I... Okay, start there. What's the rune for? Right. God, this is complicated. There is a place that is not in this world. It is a realm that far to the north, you have to get to the entrance of it, and it's someplace else. I can't even tell you exactly where it is. And it is a... I want to call it a school, but they're all full of themselves at this point. They're not really doing anything proper. All of the rune lords had sent people there to research and study, and it was supposed to be, I assume, neutral ground. Except Karzug attacked us, so I don't even know about that. Oh, Karzug. We know about him. Is he still around? Uh, kind of. Oh, I I don't think so. We found a ruin of his. It's, like, to the northwest of here. I, there are several of those. Um, where are we anyway? We are at the Callow Mounds. It's up on the Storval Plateau mm. in the Cinderlands. It's like a little bit north and a little um, bit east uh, of Kermaga. What, what you I, you might know, it is east of the Storval Deep. Ah, uh, I do know that, in fact. Well, it's about it's about 175 miles east of Skull's Crossing. So I've not been there. At least I yes. don't think I've been that close to it. Okay. But uh, at least I know the region you're talking about. I've with it. Oh, Sister Shawanti. That makes sense. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, we are in a uh, sort of sacred burial mound place um, that's an, also neutral ground. Um, except, you know, um, I feel like we're, this is a pretty safe place in uh, opposition to the place that you were talking about. Karzug attacked you? Uh, his statue did. It's. I, I couldn't honestly tell you how powerful he is at this point, but he seems to be getting stronger, or at least he was. Depends on how long ago I died. Shit. You just summoned me here? Yeah. 
Um, mostly because, well, we, we went to this place that Karzug built, um, and we left it with more questions than Acropolis answers. Acropolis of the Thrall we, Keepers. We went to this place that's called the Acropolis of the Thrall Keepers. It was yes. built sort of as a research facility for Karzug, where he was summoning things, um, increasingly powerful monsters, and trying to recreate something called a rune well. He's, oh, geez. yes. I. He has one of those. There are several of them he around, has... but he has one I Oh, God. What are, what are rune wells? I don't know about his particular one. The ones that we've dealt with primarily were... They absorb sin. They absorb power from usually the souls of sinful sinful folk. Uh, there were a bunch of deaths at Turtleback Ferry that went to be feeding him. Uh, a bunch of very greedy folk who were branded, essentially, and then murdered by, well, a number of things, unfortunately, but a flood primarily. So, there was a town where a bunch of people started dying, and it fed this rune well? Oh, I, and it wasn't just there. Um, there were some smaller efforts in Magnamar, I believe, as well. There's different cults that we've been dealing with, or dealing with. Being dead is weird. That That's worrisome. Um, the town that we come from, Corvosa, has been dealing with several uh, varied attempts to kill everyone in the city for... A purpose that is as of yet unknown to us. And now that seems to be correlating a lot. That's bad. Um, All right. Um, but, um, what year is it exactly? So, it is October 16th, 4708. Uh, it's 4708. Uh, sort of later in the year. Well, you don't, you don't know what, you don't know what needed. <laughs> uh, wasn't that long ago then that we were in there, I think. How long ago did you die? Well, that's hard to say. Um, time doesn't work right in the Runeforge. Uh, oh, I never got tired. Yeah. We were constantly oh, working. Oh, timeless demiplane. That sounds accurate, I suppose. Okay. Okay, yeah. No, that would definitely mess with your perception of time. Okay, Damien is sort of uh, rubbing his chin and, like, taking some notes um, on a pad and paper that Yunia has helpfully handed to him as after he did some sort of searching through his pajama yes. pockets for it and couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice. Goodness, that's extremely concerning. Um, we've also found some evidence that there was an arms race of some sort between the rune lords. Uh, do you know anything about that? Was Karzug's attack on the rune forge? Did that have anything to do with that? It did, um, sort of, I think. What I know is that there was a calamity that was about to come for them. So they all were looking for ways to survive, to try and make it through without dying. And I don't know exactly what Karzug did, but it had something to do with his rune forge. And I believe it has to do specifically with what he's been doing, which is stealing souls, essentially, to power it, and somehow that will bring him back. The other rune lords were probably working on other things. I don't, I don't know, though. We hadn't dealt with them much. Yeah, um, we found the remains of a, a failed attempt to recreate a rune well uh, underneath Corvosa. It had been dedicated to her radiant majesty, Sorshen, um, who I gather is another rune lord. Lost, I believe. Oh yeah, okay. Um, 
Queen Iliosa, the Queen of Corvosa, has also started calling herself Her Radiant Majesty, and who knows what that's supposed to mean. That's quite concerning. I, I'll admit I hadn't been doing any looking into Sorshin coming back or none of that. Gun was wanting us to prepare just in case, but all I'd heard of was Karzug. He's the only one who'd seemed to be Karzug. Okay. Um, we haven't seen... He didn't seem to have visited the Acropolis or anything, um, or his forces or anything like that. Um, hopefully your friends have been dealing with Karzug. Um, we haven't heard anything about that over here, so... Um, cross fingers, I guess? <laughs> sure. Um, strange question. Have you seen a ghost dog anywhere? Um, I have not... Um, Lenore, could you do see invisibility and see if there's like a ghost dog around here? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, Lenore's eyes start glowing. Do I see any invisible ghost nope. dogs? You do not there's, see any invisible ghost no, dogs. There's no ghost dogs, I don't think. Oh. Um, sorry. No, that's probably for the best villain has things to do. Rather than dying. Regardless, uh, so you're looking into Karzug? Is he so he, he's still around then? Um, I mean, uh, we're less worried about Karzug specifically and more just sort of about, um, rune lords that may be active and or working with Queen Iliosa, mm. um, or rune lord magic that Queen Iliosa might be trying to replicate, um, or may have access to. Um, in particular, she's been looking at a lot of artifacts and stuff that she's been digging out of the big black pyramid in Corvosa. It's called the Grand Mastaba. It's been here for a really long time. I was thinking it might be Thessalonian. Do you have any idea what's going on with that? I've Did you find out anything? Not heard of it offhand. Um, but I haven't been to Corvosa and we haven't dealt with anything that far south. You're not missing out on much. Oh, appreciate it. Tried to avoid it, in fact, when I was traveling this way. But um, if, I, if I may uh, jump in, I'm going to cut in his uh, Unia for a moment. You say that the these rune wells they're powered by souls well the rune well of grief was or is I suppose it's been dealt with we did see uh, there was one below Sandpoint uh, that created something called a Sinsbomb don't know if you dealt with any of them they're monstrous beings just almost a horrible like humanoid sort of abominations that come out of these Runewells. What um, is... Oh, God. And Unia just can, kind of continues. What is required for a runewell to function? That I don't know. I imagine blood. I imagine souls or some sort of empowerment of sin. The rune, war, the rune lords were quite fond of uh, sin in general. They... Um, gave into their vices pretty strong, unfortunately. Uh, anybody in the party who wants can make an intelligence check right now. Ooh! All right. If you haven't already thought this of anything. Is, this is time for uh, me to roll terribly uh, as we roll an intelligence check for Damien, who has a an int mod of eight. <laughs> so, look at that natural two, uh, Yeah, here we go. Good luck. Oh, I got an eight. Uh, so, uh, 16. Um, let me see. Ophelia also has an int above 10. Uh, so let's have her roll as well. Nice. Uh, 
I got a nine on die. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so that's an that's an that's an assist. Uh, what did you get total? Uh, I've got an eighteen so far. Um, yeah. Um, I can have Lenore and Unia also help because they're here. Uh, maybe we should have Trinia roll. Was it? Oh, huh. Before you keep rolling, is anything standing out to you, Daft? To me, I am concerned that Ilios is trying to make a rune well or make a rune well work by sacrificing all of Corvosa, which is concerning to me. But um, that that wasn't the answer you were looking for. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, here I'm gonna have the other characters. Roll. No, you're 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 you're. I think that's it. <laughs> no, I want Trinia to also roll. Uh, Trinia uh, Trinia doesn't have a very high end much. Well, no, but Trinia, it's over ten, right? She. Uh, I see. Uh, was that Trinia or? No. Oh, okay. That was that was Damian uh, and Ophelia. I'll, I'll roll for Trinia. Uh, but it, it's kind of more the academic side, so it's not really a thing that Trinia gets. Uh, really checks. So she can aid, but I don't think she'll be able to get the answer. Oh, fuck off! No, uh, <laughs> she, she wasn't there. She wasn't there for the thing that I'm thinking of here. Okay, 20. 20. 20. Like, um, Trinia just goes like, I don't get it. What's significant about this? Like, is it is it the, is it the souls? Is it the blood? Uh, and as she sort of says, is it the blood? Um, uh, Damien, uh, you would recall something. As blood veil was falling upon Orvosa, there was a there was a drive to test people. The Queen's physicians oh. went around collecting samples from collecting samples of blood from everyone in Corvosa. And we never found those samples. They you sent them somewhere. You never found the samples. Oh, shit. Okay. So, um, so Trinia says that, and then Damien sort of just puts both of his hands against his face like Edward Munch scream style and goes, shit. The samples, the blood samples. What? The blood samples that the Queen's physicians were taking during Bloodvale. We didn't find them. Weren't they in the box that, that, um, vampire had? No, those were different blood samples. We don't, we never found out what happened to the blood of the people from yeah, Corvosa. Specifically, the, the samples in the box you were able to identify came from people in uh, Varno County and Ustalov. Yes. That was his, they were like his uh, Capri Travel, Sun, yeah. his Capri Sun pouches yes. to drink while he was uh, here. Uh, yes. <laughs> Um, now, uh, I will say, uh, about now, um, the form, uh, the form of the dwarf begins to fade a bit. Wait, wait, one more question, one more question. We've been dealing with the Red Mantis assassins a lot. Please tell me you've heard of them. Do they have anything to do with the Rune Lords? No, not that I know of. Red Mantis? Okay. Green they're, they're not working at the behest of a Rune Lord or something? No, the Peacock Spirit I've heard about, but not anything about peacock Red Mantis. Spirit. I has something okay. to do with uh, pride. What's his name? Uh, if any of you want to roll a uh, knowledge history, I'm check rolling so so or well knowledge tonight. nobility. Yeah, we'll it's see. a high DC. Uh, no, you have no idea who the, who the <laughs> peacock spirit or the or a guy. Damien sort of looks at you with a lost expression on his face. I don't know. Um, thank you for the question. Thank you for talking to us. I'm so sorry you're dead. Um, I hope you have a nice time and. In- 
the afterlife? Like, what am I supposed to say to things like this? Ophelia sort of takes over. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for answering our questions. Rest peacefully. Yeah, yeah, rest peacefully. I will see about that. Uh, good <laughs> luck with whatever this is going on here. Uh, thank you. Godspeed. Uh, thank you for not being a scary ghost. Bye. <laughs> and um, uh, do you have any? Do you have any remaining questions? Uh, as you, as your vision of the material plane begins to fade. Mostly just concerned about what happened after he passed. There's a danger that may not have been addressed. That still might be extant. If Karzug shows up here, we'll kick his ass. Demon cracks his knuckles, then goes, ow. Well, (laughs) if he shows up here, you're too late, but hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully not. Good luck. Great. Bye. The four members of the party standing, waving at you like you're leaving their house. Congratulations! <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> Y'all come back soon. Now you hear? Uh, and, uh, now, uh, if anybody wants to know more about what happened with Harzug and uh, the Rune Forge and stuff like that, where could they where could they find out more about that? Oh uh, well, they can either go to catch up on our vods on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash third action or you can check out our podcasts in or in podcast form and we stream every monday at 8 30 on twitch at twitch.tv slash third action lovely awesome we'll have to check it out thank All you right. so much for being here yes, thank you it's, a pleasure. it's been this a pleasure fun. having you Bye. bye well take care And all right, and as Will leaves, goodbye, Will. So too does the spirit. We will miss you. I'm waving, even though nobody can see me. So that was cool. Yeah, and now all of my characters are extremely concerned. They're very concerned now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was, I was, I was very excited for you to uh, get some of that information. Some of it I didn't even know. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> actually, a lot of it I didn't even know. This is why we brought Will on. <laughs> with sort of the exertion of having uh, stood up and been excitedly asking questions and not really quite breathing properly, Damien sways on his hoofs a little bit. Sort of lead everybody back to the uh, healer's tent where he's been convalescing. Um, I like that word, convalescing. Uh, and he'll go and sit down on his little cot. Uh, and everybody else will sort of take seats. Um, I think there are probably some chairs nearby. Uh, Absolutely not. No. Why would there ever? Why would there ever be chairs? Ophelia has her own chair already. <laughs> uh, and um, thought ahead and prepared my own. <laughs> I I'm not casting uh, Fins defeat at two in the morning. It's not happening. Um, so uh, yeah. So we'll they'll all sort of sit around as they taken the the danger um has thousand bones come with uh thousand bones uh uh following the ritual uh has sort of uh deflated a bit but he does sort of escort damien to his convalescence ward thank you so much um i have no idea what it what that felt like for you but i imagine it was probably kind of scary it is not magic that i deal with very often 
well, thank you for doing it. Um, the spirit didn't do anything violent or weird or anything. Good. He seemed like a normal guy. Seemed like a good person. Yeah. Did you did you see his dog? I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm deflecting. Uh, Damien sort of he's holding on to his tail now and sort mm -hmm. of like wringing his hands. I think Queen Eliosa might be trying to power a rune well with the blood of Corvosans. Hmm. Well, as I said, I don't know much about that. I don't know what a rune well is capable of. But yeah, um, it cannot be good. Extremely powerful magic was sort of the uh, overarching idea there. And blood magic at that. Yeah. One of the things that happened when the queen's physicians were taking blood from people in Corvosa is that simultaneously they were also infecting them with a disease that was supposed to kill them. Hmm. So, yes, I th there's the blood and then I, there's the sacrifice. I was fortunate to be out of Corvosa when the plague struck. Yeah. Well, fortunate is a difficult thing to weigh. I was out of Corvosa for my grandson's funeral. Yeah. But. It kept you from getting blood veil. I guess. I got blood veil once. It was terrible. Mm. And uh, a thousand bones is going to be like, all right. On that note, I am really old. And I'm really tired. Yeah, you've you've gone above and beyond. Um, go rest. Thank you so much. I'm going to much. take a very, very long nap. Well, it's the middle of the night. You could probably sleep. Yeah, even better. <laughs> hey, he leans over on his staff and falls asleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> no he, goes, he, goes, he goes off to his tent. And, uh, uh, and I think uh, the rest of you, do you also fall asleep? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And no more disturbances in the night. Damien, make a will save. Don't do my job for me. <laughs> Damien, make a will save. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, 17 on die for a total of 26. Yeah, it's all good. You sleep pretty well. Okay. All things considered. I think that if there are extra cots, um, the party might sort of group up and... Uh, sleep next to Damien, mm -hmm. who has, you know, clearly been deeply disturbed by uh, the uh, revelations at hand, as have they all, uh, and maybe just staying together here tonight. Uh, yeah. You do have, happen? like, really weird dreams during the night. Oh. Um, of, uh, of being in water, the water boiling around you. You see iron bars around you, a five-horned demon, or a five-horned devil looming out of the shadows. Five but, horns. Yes, five horns. That's a lot of horns. Yes. Uh, and why is he telling me to honk if I'm horny? Huh. Uh, you wake up the next day with a terrible fever. Oh no! Oh no! Brother. You feel really warm, but you also don't feel bad. Uh, Damien opens his eyes and sort of starts looking around. Unia? Unia? What? Unia has been... Uh, he, he finds Unia 
has been sleeping in a chair next to his cot, keeping an eye on him. They sort of rub their eyes and, and sort of crack their back. Uh, what's going on? What's happened? And uh, Unia, looking at Damien, uh, you actually see uh, that there are scorch marks uh, around on his uh, bedroll. Oh, good lord! From like in the shape of his body. What's happened uh, to your bedroll? You can see, you can see a sort of uh, uh, a faint glow, uh, like in his eyes. Get get out of the bedroll. Uh, get out of the cot. What? Oh, something's wrong. Um, I feel really warm. I, I don't know what's happening. Uh, I want Unia mm. to make a heal check. Sure. I found my physical die. Let's roll it. Hey! 37. 37. All right. I've got one job here and it's stupid, but I'm going to do Damien it. Damien is hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Damien, Damien is... Uh, you might say quite literally, burning up. Uh, you can barely get close to him because he's radiating off like a lot of heat. You are extremely warm, and I don't mean in a feverish sort of way, as, as in I was going to check your temperature, but I fear I will burn hey, myself. Hey, how's your knowledge planes? Oh, I have six ranks in knowledge planes for a total of, knowledge planes for a total of eight. I got a 19 on die for oh. a 27. Yonia, you gather that Damien has been infused with planar energy from the plane of fire. You... Just a bit. You seem to have a bit of... Uh, and Yonia's going to cast Detect Magic and sort of look Damien up and down. No, no, like, magic. Some sort of elemental connection? Some sort of connection to the plane of fire? How did that happen? Mm -hmm. uh, what? What? How did... Like, the plane of fire is inside me or something? What's... What? Uh, so, uh, Unia... Well, uh, you did get eaten by a large fiery worm who you said was infused with energy from the plane of fire. So maybe that's how it happened? Oh, shit. Um... I'm not going to turn into a worm, am I? Um, do I have more teeth? Do I have more teeth than usual? No, you, you look fine. Amazing. Um, so, Damien. A couple of things are going to happen. <laughs> uh, one. Your base, your base speed increases by 10 feet. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have low light vision? I have dark vision. You I do not have low light. gain low light vision. All right, all right. And... Anytime you deal fire damage, be it through a spell or cards, you deal an extra D6 of fire damage. Ooh! That makes me want to uh, charge up my uh, cards with flaming instead of shocking. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. Yeah, let me uh, increase my base speed by 10 feet uh, and put some notes down. As you have been, you have gained part of the element infused creature template mm. not the whole thing because it would be bust as fuck <laughs> <laughs> um you are not immune to fire um no. you are I, do you have fire resistance i have fire resistance five make it ten Ooh. Mm -hmm. okay uh so i add 1d6 to fire damage that i deal um i have a 
Fire resistance 10, a 10-foot 10 increase to my movement speed, and what was the other thing? Hmm? Low light vision. Low light vision. Okay. And low light. And we'll assess whether we want to give you more of the powers of the fire-infused template. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah. Interesting. Can I, can I turn it off? Can I stop burning uh, my give me a will sheets? <laughs> or a fortitude save. Actually, I think, actually, give me a fortitude save. Okay. Um, well, right now, Damien's fortitude saves are actually better than his will saves. Nice. Uh, actually, they're usually better. Oh, um, 18. Um, let me see. What is your charisma mod? Negative one. Oh, well, you succeed then. <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, basically, what, what, sorry, what was your total again? Uh, 18. All right, so 10 plus half level. So 15 is your DC. Uh, so you manage to sort of focus for a little bit and just sort of tense your muscles and the fire sort of dissipates. Uh, Unia begins uh, you will no waving. longer. If you do this, you will not deal your extra D, D6. It is a standard action to suppress. Oh, okay. You still keep the uh, increased movement speed and the low light vision. Okay, okay. Uh, Unia begins waving their hand in front of their face as the sort of scorched bedroll smoke begins to uh, waft out of the bedroll and into the rest of the convalescence <laughs> tent. <laughs> People, uh, Lenore wakes up. What's burning? What's burning? What's happening? Damien, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, just a little, um... He's not entirely okay, it's an entire thing. It, it's a little, uh, uh... I'll catch you up on it. Arcanely weird. I'm okay, but different? <laughs> oh, Damien, um, gosh, I thought you went through puberty already, but... We can talk more oh, about shit. it later. <laughs> no, does, it's not like that. God. <laughs> does this mean I have to have the talk with him? <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest in receiving another talk. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> with that out of the way, what do you guys want to do? Mm, well, I, if I'm not mistaken, Defeating Cindermaw was the last thing on our list of things to do to impress the Sklarquah. I believe it was. Now, we have run into a little bit of a stumbling block in that now the Sklarquah blame us, rightly, uh, for bringing the Red Mantis assassins here, even though their context for it is wrong. Um, and so I feel like before we go, it might be good to ask Thousand Bones or Chief One Life or somebody who's had dealings with the Sklarquah if there's anything that they really like to receive as gifts or you know, things that might make them uh, appreciate our presence a little bit more than they would otherwise. <laughs> Something that would impress them or or make them feel better about us or... Um. You see, I think Thousand Bones would go, I am sorry, but this is a journey you will have to undertake on your own. Oh, um, okay. I can render no aid from this point. That's, that's fine. Um, uh, just, do you think that, uh, they have, like, favorite foods? 
or favorite flowers? Um, let me see. I do like, uh, hold on. I do have something for this. Please don't say they like really spicy food because we did. So <laughs> the sustaining spoon. They exclusively eat spicy food. No fire is their whole thing. It's kind of their thing, yes. Wait, the flask of curses is gone too. Did you guys sell that? Yes, we sold that. But we could have used it. When? When were we going to use something that would put a curse on someone when they tried to heal themselves? When were we going to use that, Damien? I don't know. I got mm. I got over 15,000 gold for it. You now have additional diamond dust for casting stone skin. Perhaps you could cast it on yourself next time and not die. Okay, oh I get gosh. it. I get it. Brutal. You need to tell us what you really think. I worked really hard yesterday to bring you back. I don't know why it was so difficult. I'm worried that next time I won't be able to do it. Please don't die again. Mm. Wow, that was surprisingly uh, vulnerable of you to say. Um, stop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I forget um, you said anything. <laughs> yes. Um, if you bring them ember poppies, they will probably be happy. Ember poppies. Yes. Oh, those were the the flowers that were near Cindermaw's place. Yes. Oh. Do you want to go back to Cindermaw's and get ender poppies or? Mm. That would be another four days. Oh, Jesus. It's been seven days. <laughs> you need, you just, I can I can shadow walk and, and get them. No. Like just let's just let's just go. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe we can find some member poppies on the way there. Okay. You can give us a rival check if you want. They're, yeah, they're, they grow in the sorry, they grow in the Cinderlands, yeah. uh, not exclusively in Cindermall's area. Yeah, let's make a survival check. Come on, Lenore. Come on, Lenore. Twenty-five. Yeah. Now I'm rolling well. Yeah, you find a you find a couple ember poppies. Ah, uh, Lenore yeah. will um. Okay, like like six ember poppies. Yeah, Lenore will um. Little orange and red poppies that. get a little trowel out of the sort one of the adventuring gear kits and just sort of like dig them up uh and then damien will use the uh um wand of create water to uh moisten up their dirt a little bit as they sort of sit in like a little pot they're they're really good for making bagels or failing drug tests <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so we have those. Uh, notably, we have uh, Damien figured that uh, cutting them would probably be seen as well. There's a possibility, like an outside chance, that cutting them and bringing them to them might be seen as disrespectful. So if they don't like that they're in a pot, we can cut them then. <laughs> right. So let's fast forward. Like a day or two later. Um. Oh, is uh, True Speaker Alcrum coming with us? Yeah, that's kind of the gig. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So I, Speaker Ackerman Company's you. Yes. I just we forgot to uh, collect him before we left. No, he's you've got him. He's All with right. you. He's been. I've been with you the entire time. Ah! Hello. You don't have to stand right behind me like that. You were dead for a week. <laughs> you you are now radiating uh, planar energy from the plane of fire. Yeah. What a what of it. That is something that is happening right now. Okay. Um. I can I can stop. I it. have one job and it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's stupid at all. 
Annoying, yes. But not I have stupid. come to like you, Damien. Oh my god, thank you. You are entertaining. <laughs> guys, guys, he likes me. <laughs> All right. So, you will, uh, so marching westward. Yes. Uh, to the Yondabakari River. Yes. To a point where uh, the river is wide and shallow and can be forded. Yes. There is a there is a village uh, surrounded by uh, surrounded by timbers that seem to have been imported from quite far away uh, in a palisade wall, uh, and there are markings. Uh, Shawanti symbols that indicate that this fort held by the Sklarqua. Yeah, They call it Flameford. Flameford. Uh, to that end, there are like giant burning braziers uh, placed at strategic locations around. It's kind of just an intimidation thing, but they, they do seem to be enchanted uh, with uh, with continuous flame. Okay. Okay. Like a big one. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, it is up on a mesa overlooking the river. Ooh. Uh, with with uh these wooden spars jammed into the ground around it. Ah. Uh, Horses. Yes. Uh, you will be. You will be. Uh, so you cross the river and then you need to approach from the north. Yes. Uh, you could approach from the south, uh, however, it seems that most things are oriented with north being, like, the primary entrance. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll approach from the north so that we aren't seen as, like, trying to sneak up on them or something. How is Ophelia's Shawanti doing? Um, she's had, uh, like, a week you and a half now? You are now fluent. Yeah! Uh, you've picked up pieces here and there. And you feel pretty comfortable with speaking Shawanti at this point. Uh, I would, I will say that while uh, while they were traveling to get the diamond for Damien, uh, she was learning Shawanti from True Speaker Akram. There is, um, there is a look as you're getting closer here that this place is a much more permanent home than the Callow Mounds or anything that you saw with the Lyrune Qua. Uh, and uh, as you are approaching, uh, there are, in fact, guards who are, like, watching you uh, from the top of the ridge. They are on horseback, much like someone else from the Sklarqua who was on horseback. The horses are outfitted in <clears throat> armor that seems to be made of uh, hoops of grass secured around various points of their bodies. As you approach, uh, one of them will hold up a hand uh indicating that you need to stop the others will ready javelins oh boy uh to throw at you uh we will uh we will stop ophelia will take one will um sort of scooch sideways so that she's sort of standing in front of everybody else with her hands up uh and speaking in shawanti she will say hello we are the cover of night we are here to seek the approval of the Sklarqua. We come bearing gifts. She will gesture toward the potted uh, ember poppies. We recognize that we have not made the best first impression, but we have undertaken a great number of dangerous 
and honorable feats to gain your respect. And as you're saying that, uh, give me a perception check real quick. All right. Uh, Lenore. Very perceptive, Lenore. No, uh, Ophelia, give me a perception oh, okay. check. okay. All right. Uh, because Ophelia, you're, you're the one who's sort sense. of approaching a bit. Yep. Uh, that's a 17. Uh, Ophelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me check this. Uh, as you are approaching, to get sort of into speaking range of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Uh, you instantly feel pain shoot through your entire <laughs> body, radiating from your foot. Like Ow! stepping on a Lego. Ow! And make a reflex save. Okay. 25. Okay. Um, you do not, uh, you do not, uh, manage to it further injure your legs. However, you realize that you are in difficult terrain as you are in an area of spiky stones. Oh. And the warriors looking down at you just stare. Okay. Okay. Um, we won't come any closer. Um, did I take any damage? Yeah, you took one point of one piercing point damage. Of, one point of piercing damage. Okay. 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 Um, well, um, so that was a thing that happened. I think we can all agree that, um, booby trapping around one's own base is an acceptable thing to do and, and a good strategy as you're as you're uh coming as you're approaching uh a man will emerge from uh the tent immediately to the south of you uh he is a very muscular but noticeably older man he he has draped over his shoulders a cloak uh, with fur and uh, some sort of animal teeth uh, holding it together. And he has red lines painted along his skull or along his along his bald head uh, and uh, down his neck. He is really muscular. And wow. He has um, some some kind of giant tusks uh, framing his head as he as he approaches you and just says you are the ones my son told me about yes hey crojan our waves coming coming and stepping out of the tent behind him you will see crojan eats what he kills <laughs> <laughs> you have come close enough okay the man says crojan goes <laughs> you stepped on the rocks. <laughs> yeah, I did. It, it's, every, everybody thinks it's very funny. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's really funny. <laughs> it's my favorite trap. I'm bleeding. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you should probably seek medical attention. Otherwise, <laughs> you could really fuck up your feet. Yeah. <laughs> and the older man holds up his hand and goes, That is enough. Tell me. For what reason do you see yourselves as worthy to trespass upon our land? Well, um, as Truth Speaker Akram here can attest. Hello, uh, I'm Truth Speaker Akram. 
Yes, I know who you are. He's from the Lyrune Qua. I'm from the Lyrune Qua. Yes, we do. And he has been accompanying us as we do great deeds uh, throughout the Cinderlands. Um, first among them, we cleared a monster from the Lyrune Qua's temple. Akram holds up a hand and goes, Maybe let me handle this part. Oh, okay, okay. Go for it. These adventurers came to the Cinderlands seeking knowledge. And they have done much in their pursuit of it. They cleared the Temple of the Moon of a beast, I believe, called a Red Reaver. Yes. I did not witness them killing the creature, but they said that they killed it. Yes, we did it before you arrived. And Tekrakai of the Moon Maidens also said that they did this. The beast was dead. I interrogated the beast, and it was not able to confirm that they killed it, because it did not speak any language. But I have walked with them for about two weeks now, <laughs> and they have comported themselves with honor and with honesty. Their goals are true. They speak their purpose. It is true your son has probably told you that we were attacked by Red Mantis. But you must know anyone who seeks to upset the balance of power makes enemies. Are we to believe that the Sklarqua would have us bury our heads in the sand and wait for everything to pass. Oh, shit. And, uh, and, uh, Crojan sort of bristles at this, uh, but the, but the, uh, but the older man nods his head. These people have fought against tyranny, against Corvosa, and they have done so valiantly without fear of death, with conviction that their mission is necessary. They are, when offered the chance for deception, they chose truth. They have my endorsement. They, they fought the beast Cindermar, as Skurok once did. Lenore Malasave was swallowed by the creature and cut herself free. And is it not true... That the Sklarqua, that a Sklarqua declared Shamek once did so and was reborn. And the old man nods his head. That is true. So the legends say. She has done this. And while she cannot be reborn as Shawanti, perhaps it is time to take to greet her and the rest of them as new people who have shed their pasts for a new purpose this one perished he points at damien yep did that didn't come, didn't come back quite right <laughs> he has endured fire and 
no small amount of hardship in being returned to life by their cleric. Hello. And he still stands before you. They believe in their purpose. All they seek is audience with your son, Shaman. The, the old man crosses his arms, looks all of you over, looks at Crojan. Have you anything to say? Whatever they did, they, they brought those people. The ones with the insects, insect masks here. The conflict in Corvosa spills out into the countryside. If they had not brought them, they would come soon enough. He looks at, he looks at you. He says, the queen of Corvosa has greater ambition than her own domain. And he looks at Crojan. Would you have us wait, boy? Wait for them to come to us? Or will you fight them as they appear? <laughs> if it weren't for them, they wouldn't be here. The old man looks at him. Perhaps not yet. Consider this practice. You may enter. Here's the pattern that you need to step in order to get through the spike stones. <laughs> the pattern appears is a straight walk across. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's every square except the one that Ophelia stepped. Uh, and he, he, uh, he gestures for you to come. Actually, um, one of the, one of the, uh, thunder callers will basically hop out to you, like sort of dodging between spike stones. And then he'll just go walk this way and hop back. We similarly. Will, we will follow single file very carefully. Uh, and they and they uh, they bring you to a large firing uh, in the center of the camp, uh, surrounded by stones and logs, and where a large fire burns. Uh, as Lenore passes Crojan, she's going to give him a little wink. Uh, and Crojan sort of <clears throat> scowls at you, like <laughs> <laughs> Lenore giggles a little bit, uh, not not and... girlishly, sort of in a Lenoreish <laughs> kind of way. <laughs> uh, uh, and so, um, and so, and so, uh, the chief will sit opposite, uh, your side of the fire mm -hmm. and he will say, tell me in your words, why we should speak to you. <sighs> Actually, he first he gestures for you to be seated. Mm, we will seat ourselves. Well, sir, um, we have... A mission of dire importance, one that will affect the lives of everyone here, in addition to the lives of the people in our own home. As you know, our queen, Queen Iliosa Arabasti, has dreams of power beyond her station as queen, and may indeed be focusing on gaining arcane powers that not even the rune lords were able to 
gather for themselves. Ophelia sort of looks over at Damien. We spoke to a spirit through Thousand Bones last night. Or how, how many days did it take to get up here? Yeah, about a day. A couple of nights ago. And this spirit knew of the Rune Lords and what they'd been working on. And it seems like Queen Iliosa is using blood sacrifices of Corvosans to power some sort of extremely powerful ancient magic device. We know that she's in league with what remains of a powerful dragon known as Kazavon. The same dragon that was slain by a member of the Sklarqua, uh, a shaman named uh, a shaman named Koja Isaflame, who took one of its pieces and sealed it away in the Grand Mastaba. We would like to speak with your sun shaman to see if we can learn how to destroy it, so that we can weaken Queen Iliosa enough that we can stop her. And uh, the chieftain, uh, I don't know if I said this, uh, he introduces himself as Chief Reddy Clar. Uh, uh, Chief Reddy Clar uh, sort of sits, uh, sits uh, sort of like leaning on one knee with his elbow, uh, like pondering this as he stares into the fire. You ask for the knowledge of my people. Knowledge that has been passed down and held sacred. You have done much to prove yourself to the other Qua. But you are still Shamak. Uh, actually, roll a diplomacy uh, as, as part of this. Alrighty. Ophelia, Ophelia, come on, Ophelia. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's a group check. Okay. <laughs> They're all group check staff. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so that's a natural one on Ophelia for a total of 23. <laughs> I, I, it's always a group check. Okay, 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 okay. Lenore does not aid. Unia. Trinia gets a 31. Unia does not aid. Damien does aid. So we have a 31 with two aids. Uh, so. 35. Uh, so with a 35. And if not for Akram speaking on your behalf, I would have just, I would have simply turned you away. We understand. You are Shamek. Yes. Nothing we can do will change that. The right to speak with the Sun Shaman is not extended to those we cannot trust. There's a trial here that we can undertake, isn't there? Mm. The trial of the totem. He sort of looks, looks at you, and you see almost like a faint smile come over his face. The trial of the totem is a grueling rite. Not for the faint of heart. Well, 
well if we had faint hearts, we wouldn't be here. Well spoken. If you undertake the trial of the totem, then you will earn your right to speak to the Sun Shaman. Those okay. who remain standing at the end may hear his words. Oh boy, oh boy. Is this a test of strength? A test of endurance? Don't tell me it's a test of mental fortitude, please. Uh, and um, and basically, as as uh, as you as you uh, request to take the trial of the totem, uh, uh, everybody kind of falls silent when Reddy Klar tells you about it. Uh, a tent uh, opens, and you see walking stiffly. Uh, with legs that don't seem to bend exactly as they should. You see a man with cracked skin, uh, sun-baked face, white eyebrows, and a green cloak fastened around him. He is almost doubled over completely uh, with a bent back and he and as he emerges from his tent uh it's off to the off to the southeast here ah hello uh he everybody falls silent and everybody looks at him he walks up oh sorry let me put these guys in the right spot he walks up just sort of taking slow careful steps hands behind his back he walks up to Reddy Klar, puts a hand on his shoulder, and just whispers something in Reddy Klar's ear. Um, uh, okay, as he says that, Chief Reddy Klar says, If you'll excuse me, I must speak with the Sun Shaman in private. Oh, can I have uh, Lenore make a perception check to see if she can hear what was whispered? Oh, no, she doesn't understand Shawanti. Uh, could I have Ophelia or Damien? Yeah, you could. All right, let's have let's have Damien. Damien's a nosy little fuck. Uh. <laughs> 33. 33. He didn't actually say anything. <laughs> he just put a hand on the guy's shoulder and leaned in. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they and they walk off slowly to the sun shaman's tent. Uh, as they do so, uh, uh, the area falls quiet. Hey, Crojan. <clears throat> How you doing? I've been better. You had a lot of intelligence damage after you left the place. Is your head feeling better? I'm fine. Do you want to play another game of Sredna? No. You sure? I mean, we gotta to do entertain, this. if I entertained your request, I'd be acknowledging that you belong here. And you don't. Oh. Just talking to me doesn't count, though, right? 
And from there, he goes silent. God damn it. Do we still want the flowers? We have flowers. Uh, and none of the Sklarqua speak to you. Fuck, okay. 15 minutes go by of silence. People just standing around you. This feels familiar. Staring at you. Akram leans in. Because you have requested the trial of the totem, the sun shaman must converse with the chieftain to determine if you are worthy of taking the trial. Not everyone is, you see. If he rejects your request, he will come out here and tell them that you are not worthy, and then we will all be disemboweled and hung from the cliffs. Oh, that sounds like fun. I've always wanted to be hung from a cliff. It's the standard punishment for trespassing. Okay. Great. Great. Awesome. Uh, fantastic. Lenora sort of swallows hard and starts wringing her, sort of the edge of her cloak between her hands. Mm -hmm. Damien is chewing his nails to stubs. Ophelia is sitting very still. And trying to look composed. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. 30 minutes go by. Unia's sort of slumped over. 45 minutes go by. My legs are falling asleep. People still standing, still watching you. Hey, are any of you getting tired? You can go about your business. And they don't stop. Okay. An hour passes. And... The tent flaps open on the Sun Shaman's yurt. Mm. Walking in his slow, measured steps, the Sun Shaman approaches again. Chief Reddy Claw takes his place at the at the at the south at the south end of the fire circle. And the Sun Shaman stands on in the path to his yurt. Mm. And finally his mouth opens and uh, he speaks with the voice of Danny Trejo, a voice that I am not capable of doing, <laughs> so I'm not even going to try. He's just kind of a, like a like a like a Danny Trejo looking motherfucker, he isn't is. he? He is. Yeah. He's 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 a lot. He has a lot lighter skin than Danny Trejo. He's kind of orange. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of orange. Uh, uh, but that's the sun shaman thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's got. Uh, a very detailed tattoo of a sort of coiling flames mm -hmm. uh, going from his chest up his neck and up the side of his head. Um, and he's got uh, very impressive bushy white eyebrows, mm -hmm. um, some nice gold earrings, and an extremely severe expression. Yeah. And like the kind of expression that only Danny Trejo. Yeah, can the do. Danny Trejo kind of expression. Doesn't have a, have any. He doesn't have any facial hair though. No. But he's scowling like Danny Trejo does. Yes, exactly. And he finally goes, Step forward and speak your names. Lenore Milosevic. Unia of the 13th guys. Um, Ophelia Siren, also known as Siren. Damien Cosmos. And Trinia Sabor. Lenore Malasave, Unia of the 13th Guys, Ophelia Seren, Damien Cosmis, Trinia Sabor. 
I permit you to take the trial of the totem. Hey, yeah, no uh, getting disemboweled and hung from cliffs. That's awesome. Not yet. I'm going to count it as a win, sir. Uh, and uh, and uh, the the crowd sort of like erupts in in uh, in like uh, arguments and uh, a lot of people like sort of waving their hands. Crojan himself uh, just says, "You cannot possibly let these people let these people stay in our camp. They are dangerous." Crojan. They- you were going to have me get disemboweled and hung from a cliff? That hurts, man! I thought we were getting along so well! They are bringing their war here. When we could be preparing to, to mop up the ashes when they've torn themselves apart. And, um... Uh, and, and as, as he starts to say it, he, he looks at... He, you see him, like, looking at the Sun Shaman, and... Uh, the Sun Shaman just gives him this blank stare as if what he's saying has no importance at all. <laughs> and Crojan <clears throat> and he storms off. He leaps onto one of his horses and uh, take and, and uh, motions for several of his riders to come with him. Ophelia sort of leans forward to Lenar. So, are uh, you still feeling that romantic tension? Not now. <laughs> and the Sun Shaman watches him go. Just <laughs> He's kind of being an asshole. Arrogant Respectfully. boy. <laughs> Arrogant boy. He has the fire of youth. Yeah. And, and, um, Reddy Clar. The chieftain seems very angry at Crojan. Like, uh, you see, you see like, like a vein, like pulsing in his head. Uh, just, just as he, as he glares at Crojan as Crojan rides away. Uh, the sun shaman waits for the commotion to die down. Uh, one by one, anybody who voiced their objections wilt before the sun shaman's gaze. And when all have gone quiet, he says. The trial. Will begin at sunrise. Make whatever preparations you need. Um, I, I hate to be that guy. What exactly does the trial entail that we may prepare? And uh, basically he just goes. You must endure. Endure what? He turns and he walks away. Great. Awesome. Love going into trials without any knowledge of what what is actually going to happen. Damien, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? You going to die again? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> you're you're going to be fine. You'll be fine. You always come prepared. I trust you. Uh, Akram, uh, sort of says, you must forgive me. My custom forbids me from sharing a sunrise with the Sklakwa. I must leave you now. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, gosh, I didn't realize. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, and thank you 
for your testimony and your endorsement. I speak only what I have seen. And I saw you say that you liked me. You're a good kid. Oh my god, did you hear that? He said I'm a good kid. I have the ability to cast detect good. I did it on one of the days that we were, were together. Can can I give you a hug? No. Please. Hold it his hand. Fist bump. Okay, okay. Fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little dap. And he goes, teleport. <laughs> Wait, this whole time he could teleport? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> From somewhere in the distance, you hear, it's actually a dimension door. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right. Mm. And you stay the night with the Sklarquois. They put you up in a guest tent. Mm -hmm. And in the morning, about an hour before dawn, you are awakened by the sun shaman who tells you to follow him speaking softly. And he starts to walk you out. Uh, doing anything special. Um, I would like to start preparing spells. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you'll have time to figure out what spells you have prepared. Okay. Uh, he um, walks you out for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ophelia's going to cast Finn's Defeat for the day. To a uh, raised mesa. Mm. This is Bolt Rock, where storms gather. The trial of the totem is as follows. You must... You must raise sun totems atop Bolt Rock. As one's seeking knowledge, you will be represented by a single totem. You will choose your totem. You will carry them to the lower tier of Bolt Rock and stand them on the ground. And you must keep them They must keep them standing for a day. The next day, you must move your totems to the higher level. And you must keep them upright. On the third day, any totem still standing indicates that you have passed the trial. Well, fuck, we really could have used those immovable rods, huh? Shh. <laughs> Customarily, this right is used to grant citizenship in the Sklarquois. But that is not something you can gain. But pass the trial, and I will speak with you. Okay. All right. You will not be given any food or water. During the trial. Are we allowed to bring our own? Bring what you can. Okay. You will need it. (laughs) It's the way we like it. And and then he 
turns around and starts walking away. Hey, uh, hmm? thank you. You didn't have to do any of this for us. I appreciate not having my intestines hanging out of my tummy right now. He sort of, he stops his back still to you. I am not doing it for you. He looks back over his shoulder. Who are you doing it for? The knowledge that you seek is sacred for many reasons. It is one of the last things my tribe holds that your people do not know. And it is for good reason. Every piece we have ever given you has turned against us. We hold this because it is our last defense. But if things are as you say, it may be too late. I, even with my power, could not share this knowledge with you. But pass the test, and none can object to my decision. We will let you down. And he starts to walk away. Right. And (laughs) as the sun starts to rise, it reveals the totems. They are quite large. (laughs) Um, Ten feet tall and decorated with numerous sigils. The bottom of each is rounded. Uh, they are currently sto- stored in little stone, little square stone pods at the base of the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, uh, when you go to move them, you will find out that they weigh 500 pounds. Oh, boy. Good luck. <laughs> we'll pick up with that next time. <laughs> On Curse, On curse of, of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. <laughs> <laughs> heroes be able to survive the trial of the totem? Doesn't seem like surviving it's the most important part. Anyway, Tavita Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dutcher. Curse of the Crimson Throne, Rise of the Rune Lords, and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. Again, thanks to Will from Third Action for coming on the show. We've really appreciated your insight into Rise of the Rune Lords. Uh, and... It saves us having to run an entire other adventure just to get a little bit of context. Uh, If you want to see that entire adventure, you can check out Third Action. Uh, I, I in particular, am going to be checking them out on YouTube. Uh, 
where they have completed the entire Rise of the Rune Lords adventure path. Uh, this session features music from Michael Gelfi Audio, including I Dream of Broken Machines and Moonlight Tavern, as well as Neverending Night and The Ascension of Arthur. Uh, we are on Blue Sky at To Have and To Roll. Uh, Rain is also at Rain Zero on there. Daft is at Doc Prodigy on Blue Sky. We will put links to third actions uh, information in the description below. We are on Tumblr, tavintoroll.tumblr.com. Be sure to check that out. And we look forward to seeing you next time on To Have and To Roll. Yes. Uh, future rain listening to this and editing it i love you i am oh. sorry for burping i'm not talking to you i'm talking to future rain <laughs> i can speak for future rain i know how, what he thinks <sighs> fart 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 fartner in grime mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's that's me that's daft she's that's my, me she's, she is my fartner in grime <laughs> this is in fact a thing we commonly say to each other yes this may not even make it into the bloopers for being so personal <laughs> or maybe it will because i think it's funny <laughs> can't stop me from putting anything in the bloopers that's don't fair. you know who i am i'm the guy who's gonna burn your house down with the bloopers but you live here what oh not you you know you just said he... the general you oh Okay. Well, I'm not a general, so... Oh, well, uh, fuck off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I will! You won't. <laughs> Bet you won't. Anyway, sorry. What <laughs> the fuck are we doing? Uh, uh, if you would like to place your guys on the map... Today we learn that Galarian is round! Discovering this for the first time in the history of Galarian. Laura's <laughs> like, holy shit. Uh... No, Laura has knowledge geography. You have five ranks of knowledge Lenore geography. Has six ranks of knowledge geography. Um, yeah, you know the Galarian's round. Unia goes, oh my gods, <laughs> they have no ranks of knowledge geography. All I've ever known about the world is through maps. Never found the samples. <laughs> Hold on. Percy's attacking a box. Cat is doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's eight months old. Oh. He's 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 just reaching the bastard age of, of course. Slowly, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yes, wow, yes. Thank you, princess. Beautiful. Uh, yes. I'd like to open this session uh, as close as we can get to a cold open. I know we've already done the cold. intro. We've already done the intro title and everything. Maybe I'll just cut to this. Cold, like a corpse. We open. We don't need to give credit to like Sirenscape or Philip or anything like oh, that, Oh, right? no, forget about that. Fuck him. We're gonna cold open right now. All right. This is a cold open. Fuck it. We're doing it live. I think I don't think I could call it a cold open anymore. Lukewarm opening? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Lukewarm opening. Anyway, anyway. Lukewarm opening.